It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchick and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. Morning after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific! And welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold. On the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz, non-existent. The show critically crapped on the show that is still here. For now, so let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know, and... Uh, come on, Scott, you got no. it. Yeah, guy just through the week that wasn't Channel 82. You've been guzzling down all the programming. Wow. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more capital. Say it with me, my friends. It's tons sc- of clips. Oh, Scott's tons the last time. Of clips. More clips. clips. Less clips. More clips. How no many clips? clips? I don't clips. know. Clips. I don't care. Scott Messina, <laughs> producer, morning man, producer, morning after, literally for now. I've been teasing it for a good year. For now, right. as Scott Messina, it's his last show. Eddie Erickson, of course, Patrick's morning after, Mad Dog Unleashed. But does it really matter, Eddie? I mean, uh, Scott Messina here. I know he's made an impact. Well, have you made an impact? No, we need someone to connect. Good point. That's it. Connect we'll us. have somebody connect. Maybe we can rig the system or, you know, we can have that <laughs> bird that's a paperweight that goes back and forth, back and forth. We just have to figure out yeah. how to hit the right button button, and then we can make the connection. Don't forget to download, subscribe, no and follow. I'm, I'm utterly useless. As a boss once said to me, a trained monkey could do what you do, and I said, but you'd have to train it. <laughs> download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. Anywhere. Anywhere, Eddie. Anywhere? Yeah. Try me. Even when you're jumping turnstiles. Even if you're jumping a turnstile. <laughs> why? Did you uh, have a little fun with the turnstile this week? No. I w- could you imagine me trying to jump a turnstile? <laughs> No, I'm, I have turnstile jumping jealousy. So you do ride the subway at times, you know, when coming to yes. uh, New York yeah. City, you know, for the big show with Mad Dog Unleashed. So you've seen people jump that turnstile. It is quite an athletic achievement. Oh, every, every time I'm there. Every time? So if, if I see it happen every time I'm there, it's happening every day, all day. Those turnstiles are just a, they're just a suggestion for certain people. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. So they're not, they're not taking out their Metro card and doing a swipe. I get bitter because I'm paying for it. Now, is that bitterness because I can't jump a turnstile at this uh-huh. current juncture? Maybe that is the case, right? No, I'm not jumping a turnstile because I'm the one guy who gets nabbed by the cop standing on the other side of the wall who just laughs at me as I'm falling over it. <laughs> what if there were a street Olympics? Obviously, turnstile jumping would be one of the great attractions. Oh, like, yeah. I think I would watch if we had the street Olympics that we put together and we got the turnstile jumping, you know, small guys, big guys, some lady in a skirt. Anybody who wants to try to partake can turnstile jumping based on the fact if you get away from the cop or how high you jump. Well, you know what? You might get a 10. Like we should be the judges of the street Olympics. <laughs> the hobo Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, hobo one, games, right? the hobo Those games. The hobo from, games. The hobo games. Shameless. The hobo games. Right. We'll have turnstile jumping. Uh, let's have have the best panhandling. You know, you got to have a panhandler. How do you get well, a 10 in that? Do you have to get money from the person walking the street? It's an easy one. That's total take at the end of the day. Okay, That's total it. take. I like the quickest delivery. 
A nice as said, bike lane? As, yes, as I've said many times, there's nothing more dangerous right now in New York City. Well, I'll put guns number one. Maybe, there maybe guns. To be, yeah. There seems to be uh, an, an array of them. But anyway, I yeah. digress. Uh, the, digress. The second most dangerous thing in the city, delivery man on an electric bike. Bikes aren't supposed to do 40 miles an hour, are they? Uh, they look like they're doing 60. <laughs> they're faster than the cars in the street. All right, so that's a good one. So bike delivery, how fast can you go without hitting someone? And you have to come very close. The closer you get... The more points. What about best sleeping quarters? Sleeping quarters is good. You know, you have a nice box, protects you from the rain. Well, then you're going to get points for that. What about following a woman in New York City with like a nice skirt? How long can you go? I'm not saying be a creep about it. You're not talking to her. You're not trying to hit on her. You're just following her. How long can you go before you're noticed? Like to me, I, I would win that. I can go from New York City, Midtown Manhattan to Brooklyn. I'll the cross Brooklyn a bridge. bridge. I'll cross a bridge <laughs> for a hot chick in a, yo- in a nice yoga shorts or a mini skirt, sundress. Well, is, Ooh. is it stalking if you don't ever say anything? I don't think so. I think you're just okay. waiting we'll for the, the wind to blow. Check and, the laws on that. Yeah, check that one. And then uh, <laughs> final one, outright mugging and get away with it. You know, just the quickest in and out of jail. You put well, it in happens. and you're out. Again, yeah, no bail. No bail. Right, right. I, I, I like this. And maybe I'll give you one more. <laughs> How about like um, a contact high off? Like who gets high the oh. fastest without smoking? Just I do. <laughs> Every time I leave our building. Every time I walk outside and leave our building right there in the heart of Midtown. Oh, New York City. It's so great. Man, I get hit like a punch in the face. I guess the yeah. wind seems to always be blowing downrange. <laughs> I get a good contact high every time I walk this Well, way. then you're going to win the Hobo Games, the <laughs> Street Olympics. All right, now how about Mad Dog Chris Russo? He did talk about the big story of the week this week. A Mad Dog Unleashed uh, weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern time, is the big start time of the program. And I think the big story was Kevin Durant as he gives the old ultimatum to Joe Sy the owner-governor of the Brooklyn Nets, who, yeah, KD said, you want me? I'll stick around, but you got to fire Steve Nash and the GM first. That's asking quite a lot. I mean, just think about that. Let's say, you know, they came to me and like, hey, Babs, we want you to re-sign at SiriusXM. We want to give you a five-year deal. And I said, yeah, no problem. But first, you're firing Steve Cohen and Steve Torrey. Whoa! <laughs> balls! Balls! Didn't you make- Wait a minute, didn't you make that last demand? Uh, yeah, I did. And they said, no, we're, no, we're going to keep him. We're going to keep Cohen. He's pretty good. Tory's out of here. So long. Mad Dog Chris Russo, though, he was all over Kevin Durant and the demands. Durant's a clown. Uh, oh, and he's Durant a clown. now is a complete phony. And phony. if the Nets, I'll tell you what I would do if I was the owner, I'd say, screw you. See you at training camp. Ooh, I would not second. bow down to him one one yeah. step, one way. I wouldn't bow down to him in any circumstances. One step, one way. I understand he's going to ruin your team because he'll do what, well, what Harden does. Yeah, you know, sign contracts and make life miserable for everybody. Gain weight, not try, moan and groan, just be a total jerk, as many of these NBA players are when they want to be traded. But if I'm Tao, I am not making any tra- or Mark, Tao. I am not making Tao. any trade Tao. under any circumstances. The restaurant, unless great downtown. restaurant, he yeah, owns it. That. No, Durant Tao. doesn't like it. Durant, don't show up. Tao. Don't show up at camp. We're going to play basketball next year. And we're going to have Nash as our coach. This, and I'm not trying to make Nash out to be Cotton Fitzsimmons. All right? I understand that. <laughs> He's not, uh, you know. He has another, who is that? Another relevant reference. But still, I mean, it's, you can't blame it all on him. God. You sign Look a long-term <laughs> contract. And you do it wow. a year ago, and they haven't, and you know now all of a sudden you want out, or unless they fire the head, the front office and the head uh, coach, uh, yeah. screw Clean you, house. stay. And if you don't like it, fine, don't play. That's the way I would handle it. Mm. I would well. call his bluff, and I, I guarantee it. He might be difficult about it. It might take a couple of months, 
But when they don't get paid and the league goes on without them and the band continues, he'll show up. He may not do it happily, but he'll show up. So I would play eyeball to eyeball if I was Tao. And the other guy, I think... We'll blink first. <laughs> Durant. He really thinks his what name is, is you ever play, what Mike, is you ever play that game? Eyeball yeah, to eyeball? eyeball? Forget about a staring contest. Let's play eyeball to eyeball. That is another new one. Yeah. Wow. I, I've never heard that one. I didn't play that game growing up as a child, but now it's didn't, like eyeball to eyeball is even closer than a staring contest. You, did, you used to play tip to tip, right? Tip to tip. We definitely played. Um, pee-pee version. Yes, of course. <laughs> you do that. Are we going to light him up? Pee-pee to pee-pee. Okay, tip the tip, and we'll see who pees first. Eyeball. Wait, what? Eyeball, eyeball to eyeball. Let's go. Nipple to nipple. All right, let's make it happen. That was great. And, of course, who is going to blink first? Will it be Cotton Fitzsimmons or Tau? Speaking of Fitzsimmons. Tau! Sigh! I mean, come on. <laughs> and this Fitzsimmons guy was not even a good coach. I'm looking at his resume. I never heard of him before. Did he win? Did Cotton Fitzsimmons he, have, he was a rocket two, coach, right? He coached the Phoenix Suns three times, the Buffalo Braves, the Kansas City Kings, oh, and then San Antonio Spurs. Wow, a fact checker. Right, we got staff. facts here. Ne- we got a won coach boy. of the year twice, never won an NBA champion. Yeah, never okay. an NBA championship. College. And so, so he's, he's saying he's not even I think that. He was more impressed with his college resume, but anyway. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe that was <laughs> at a community college. The community college yes. was very impressed. Very much so. No, they would play eye to eye. So I can't wait till KD goes to Tau. You know, because you know he's going. Like, I know the guy who runs the place. I know the guy. <laughs> That's great. You know, he signs my checks. I got Tau. I got a free meal. Oh my god, I think, KD. I think, see the, you later. I think this proves that Dog's been listening though mm. to uh, Morning After because yes, I'm pretty sure. When this first broke, we had this exact take, and yes, we it was. said it. And I said, just just for once, wouldn't you just love to see an owner just blow it up? Yep. I understand you don't run a business that way, and you don't you don't become a billionaire by blowing up your business to make a point. But just for one season, just yeah. let them sit. Uh, listen, you know we <laughs> you don't want to play, yeah. don't play. Yeah. We won't pay you. Yeah, we both wanted that, but we both know that's not going to happen, too. Well, uh, maybe this one, because like now you're thinking it's almost a month and a half since he asked for this trade. There and isn't the value back. Like that's, that's what I think about, right? That's the thing you keep hitting on. Right now, the longer this goes, isn't the aren't you offering less? Absolutely. You know, if you call back in five, now it's this number. <laughs> well, I call yeah. back five more. Now, now it's nothing. Right, and now that he like sends out the tweet, the owner. Uh, not Tao, but Sai. You know, now that he puts the tweet out there that says, look, I'm going to stand behind my staff, you lost even more stroke. You have even less hand. You don't have the power of this negotiation. You're a team that's calling them. You're like, I know you need to trade KD because you're not going to fire your head coach. You're not going to fire your GM. So now that deal where I give you three draft picks and a bunch of players, maybe it's only two and a bunch of players. The other teams have all the power, all the stroke, and that means KD is going to be waiting a lot longer to get traded. Could this backfire for KD? Triple Eight Mad Dog Six. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Could, uh, could, the, could this backfire? Poll question, baby. Of course it can backfire. Look, he already looks terrible. Like KD, the uh, only way out God. of the whole Golden State, you know, I can't beat him, join him, and this, you know, fake championship that he won because, of course, he won because it was no competition, was to go to Brooklyn, pave his own way, pick yeah, his own guys. He got rid of Atkinson. He brings in Nash. He has all these players. Harden. You got Kyrie. And now I, look what happened. Ooh. As Dog said, any goodwill he had. Gone. That's so it. long. No, you're done. right. It's completely done, and he's done. the biggest villain in the NBA. Easily. 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 You know what? He passes. Not even close anymore. Who's second is Kyrie Irving. That's his running mate. But I think KD is actually 
the bigger bad guy, the biggest baby. He's the most sensitive guy, and he's such a diva. There is nobody actually more dramatic and annoying than Kevin Durant right now in sports. And Chris, and Chris used to love him, which is the crazy <laughs> thing. Chris actually rooted. He really he doesn't root for a lot of guys. He always openly said, "I love Durant. I love Durant. He's all about basketball. Mm-hmm. I just like him." That's now he's turned on him. You've lost your last fan in the media. <laughs> It was it. Russo. I hope you're happy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, go go look yourself in the mirror, KD, because you know what? You're not going to sleep tonight because you lost Mad Dog Chris Russo as a fan. Now, Adam Shine, Shine on Sports. Oh, good. I guess he had an intern um, who was uh, saying his goodbyes this week on his program. Weekdays. Someone else's leave. What? Yeah. Someone's stealing my spotlight? Someone's stealing it, man. What people, the hell? People are actually more bothered by the intern leaving than you. They I mean, probably do more work than me, so yeah. The intern it. will remember. So here's Sean at Sports, so weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Friend of the radio program. When was the last time Brandon Krikorian got a haircut? Probably when he Ooh. started the internship, That's, Adam. That's what I'm thinking. He kind of reminds me of the Mike Babchick hair. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah. Any, right, anytime right, your hair is right, being compared great. to Babchick, right, that's, that's not great. Uh, yeah. Make sure you clip that off, by the way, for Babchick's morning after. Right. Oh, he yeah. was very upset with you when he I, we saw him this morning because he wants <laughs> you to do all the work for him that's for right. Babchick's morning no, no, after. No, 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 no. Now, no, Ed no, Erickson no. is working his ass off, that's as true. you know. No, no <laughs> yeah. one is a harder worker at a company that is true. than Wait a Eddie Erickson. <laughs> but Babchick wants you guys to get all these clips. He doesn't want to. <laughs> he doesn't want to have his producers. He's very tough on his producers. Very tough. He doesn't want. He he's That's very demanding. Oh, very yeah. oh, demanding. My goodness. Oh, yeah, Adam's projecting. He's got a I standard, like it. right? A I mean, funny. you, you funny. think about a history of sports talk radio. You know, all the greats. You know, uh, Chris Russo, Mike Francesa, Jim Rome, uh, Mike Babcheck. You know, <laughs> they are very demanding of their people. I get it. So yeah, do me a favor. Wrong. Maybe this is Brandon's last day. Make sure you clip this segment for Babcheck Morning After. I'm obsessed with that show. I subscribe to it, listen, every Saturday morning because we want to make sure that Mike has all the appropriate cuts because, you know, I I gave him a a hug today, said hello. He didn't want to talk to me. He he just wanted to yell, just dress down Bob. It was it was ugly. Mm. It was it was not pretty. It was good to see him. It was, <laughs> it was nice to see him. Yeah. It was good to see him. It was good to see him. Man, Bob Stew, everybody. Good to see you, everybody. It's great. It's great. That's pretty it's good. Great. To turn him into hey, an Italian. Hey, uh, my Mike Patrick's haircut. You know, it's it's pretty good on the shine box. It's, not, yeah, it's great. Pretty similar to your hair, Bob's hair. <laughs> Is it not? Mine. I think mine's thicker. Now, maybe not in some areas, but I'm still holding on. I've learned that once you hit forty. You need to grow your hair out as much as possible, and if you have hair, show it. I've been telling Eddie Harris he's got the best hair in the business. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Shine taking some liberties there, and Eddie, you were ready to hone in on that until he said, and Eddie Erickson, the hardest working man in the business. Was, no, no, that was true. That was, was true. Was Shine actually referring to himself? Oh, as, as a difficult host who expects a lot from producers. Oh, let's 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 dive demanding? deeper into that. Yeah, because you know he goes like you know some of the best in the business are demanding. And, you know maybe he's saying he's demanding and he's one of the best in the business. So you don't have me on your Mount Rushmore with Dog Francesa, Jim Rome, and Babs. Eddie, is that what you're saying? I'm not. No. That part wasn't sincere. And no, genuine. when I, you know, you're not demanding. Last year when I quit, you you were like, all right, it's good, man. You're okay. Hey, okay. You could just leave. You just didn't want even, you to be happy. It's not good, man. No demand. I do want you to be happy. It's great. I, I want everybody to be happy. I don't want. I don't want any yelling. I don't have to demand anything. 
I just want to be mediocre, but great at being mediocre. Like I always say to Scott, I want to be the bottom of the top because that's what it's all about. Oh, good. That was absolutely phenomenal. Simply tremendous. Outstanding radio program. That's the Shine 3. Um, those are three adjectives. This week, uh, Eddie Erickson, my mother-in-law was in town, and that meant she could watch my children while me and my wife were able to rekindle a spark in our marriage, or did we? Courtesy of Morning Man with Devin Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne as we went to dinner. And when I got in there, you know, they know me because this is my town. Benny Boats hooked it up, and they walked me in like Ray Liotta in Goodfellas. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, 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 we were sitting over here. How you doing over there? And, of course, you know, instead of putting me at the nicer table, though, because apparently I missed my reservation, they put me at a table where there was an AC tube. There was tubing of the AC, and... I go order the drinks. We order some food. We're sitting there. We're talking. I feel a. I got the. Oh, and I look con- up. This thing's dripping. It's dripping on my head. A little condensation. The condensation. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'm not like Ray Liotta, and I look right at Beth. I'm like jackpot. This ah, is awesome. Cha-ching. Oh. I mean, I have a leaky AC drip right now on my head. Let's Such go. Such a scumbag. And so when the waiter came back, I'm like, you know, that's dripping. He's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And he's standing on our, our, the other chair, and he's wiping it off. He's like, yeah, we've had an issue here. And they moved our table a little bit. And then he's like, you know what? Drinks on me. And I was like, you said it before I even had to grovel. I mean, that, that's a, I was going to grovel. Hey, look, I need a drink. I was going to complain. He said it. I'm like, this is my kind of restaurant. You know, limoncello drinks on me, okay, hey. all night long. Hey, let's go. So we're drinking the limoncello. My wife now is in a place where she likes me. Okay. And I'm like, at that point, I was completely good to go, and I was sober enough to, like, you know, I'm driving now, honey. That's it. So now I'm driving back down to my house, and I'm local, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm going to drive by the street, and I'm going to go to my special spot. Where's that? And uh, the street around the corner from me is a dead-end block. Gotcha. It's a perfect spot. And I went all the way down to the dead-end thing, and I turned around, and I backed in, lover's lane style. Nice. And I was like, honey, here we are. She's like, what the hell are we doing? We're not, we're not home. We're not home. Yeah, I'm like, honey, 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 come on now. Your mother's here. Come on, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to 2006. Let's get hot. hot. Let's keep it spicy. We got no yeah. love going on here. There's nothing that's as spicy than a little action in the car. In a gym like, alley. Yeah, she's like, she's like, well, I ain't doing that. And I was like, well, what are you going to do? And she's like, hurry up. Pull your pants down. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, then. And I pulled the pants down. and uh, Just a bit went, outside. She went to town back. Whoa, boy. The BJ Suroff was showing up in the car in <laughs> a dead end block. Uh, and now the house that I was parked by, I had a good view of. And obviously she did not because she was underneath the steering wheel at that point. And they actually had a little porch that I didn't see in the back. And their doors flipped open. And I realized, I was like, oh, my God, I left my lights on. Shit. And I had to turn off the lights. But then I was like, oh, no, this is too suspicious. And oh, I was no. like, oh, just we'll hurry up. We'll hurry up. And, you know, I reached around over there to my wife. I was trying to get a little feeling going on. And, you know, I, I, I had the confusion, though. I had the uh, where I had Bethany go, oh, wrong hole. I was, oh, sorry about that. Okay. Oh, my fault. We'll keep that going. Finished it off know. real nice. Yeah. Cleaned up with the baby wipe and a rag and yeah. hook up in the car. It keeps the marriage fresh. Yeah, it certainly does there. <laughs> and so the old BJ Armstrong, I, BJ Zeroff, the whole deal in the car. I had a guy I had a guy in uh, boot camp tell me a story about he had confusion. Confusion. It's it's and a real he, thing. He was really good though. He he goes into this really long, detailed story and he's like, So I'm I'm there and I'm the doing man. my thing. Yeah. And she whispers to me, "That's my booty." <laughs> <laughs> you just, you, you just reminded me of that. <laughs> now I'm sure he was in the caboose, you know, uh, you know, directing traffic. I was doing the old, um, you know, the long reach. I'm a short guy, so like, I, I can't really. You are. Like, 
<laughs> I got small. I, I don't have a lot of um. What is it? Wingspan. wingspan. Yeah, that's a NBA Leg technical span, term. Wingspan. I don't have wingspan, so it's hard for me. So when I get over there, I'm like, oh boy. So yeah, that that's the booty. Um, so my that, booty. That does happen, but I mean, there's nothing like that. And then my wife was like, why do you keep a rag here anyway? I'm like, just in case. You never, you never just know. Just in case the mood strikes me. Just in case. We also like the next night we went to a movie and I got Wingstop before the film and walked into the theater with Wingstop. Chicken wings, she had chicken fingers, no and everything else. No problem, right? But they forgot my well, friends. They, they forgot my friends. They serve, they serve so much food now in the theater. It's not like it's an even. It even stands out. Like at least in my theater, they have you know waiter service. So back in the day, if you showed up with Wingstop, people would notice. Uh, yeah. Like, well, this guy's next to me is eating chicken wings. It <laughs> smells odd in here. Yeah. Now nothing's off the table. In the right. movie theater. So right. I mean, I had like Korean barbecue spice flavor for oh, Wingstop. So that yeah. thing smells. But back in the day when my father Sweet used to- Sweet Samurai. <laughs> yeah. My favorite you, wings. That's a good one. They have a Hawaii <laughs> version. I mean, you could- Teriyaki. My father, when he used to bring in fried chicken and matzo ball soup or a tuna sandwich, he would actually bring in soup. He would heat the soup before he left. And then when he get there, he would open it up and drink and have soup, which is weird. Now, that's, that's pre-big- Comfortable chairs yep, and tables, yep, right? Yep, yep. He's just sitting in a one seater, one seater with someone next to him, and pre and pre like you know nachos and pizza and chicken wings where it's normal. It's like what the hell's happening? This guy's eating soup and he's having a tuna sandwich. But Wingstop did forget my fries, Eddie. And when the movie was over, I went back to Wingstop and I said, "You guys forgot my fries." And they're like, "Oh no problem." And I ate my fries on the way home. Why wouldn't I? Of course, I paid for it. Do they even argue with you? No, I walked right in. I was like, um. I forgot my fries, and she's like, "You were in earlier, right?" And I'm like, so they "Yeah, about you. two and a half hours ago." And she's like, "You still want them?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, hold on," and they give me the fries. I like I like that. That's a great scam if you wanted to run it. You can only do it once, but I, I guarantee if I walked into my local McDonald's and just yeah, said, "Hey, them. last time I was here, you shorted me a large order of fries. Can I please get them?" I bet you they just hand those over to you, don't they? Absolutely. Are they going to fight? Are they going to argue with you about that? I this like this move because you just go back. Hey, uh, you know, I forgot. You forgot. My it's fries. not interesting for me. This is no. interesting for you. No, and I, this I, is something you would do. And I live near a McDonald's. It's currently being renovated right now. I know your favorite, our favorite dessert spot because oh, they have the apple pies. Sad sight. Yeah, they're renovating McDonald's under construction. I know, but I plan God. on going back now when it's opening, and I'm going to walk right in and be like, "Hey, you forgot my large fries." Like we haven't been open for three months. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm last stuck. time I was here. I'm waiting for my fries. So give it to me. Give it to me now. I saw I saw a guy arguing at Toasties, our local little eatery downstairs in the building. Yeah. That they forgot his red peppers on his sandwich. Oh, it just does sound like me. He pulled out a picture of his receipt. He showed <laughs> it to the to the girl behind the counter. He said, You forgot my red peppers last time, so I want them on the sandwich this time, but I don't want to pay for them. Very this is such oh a my bad God. move. That I is thought of you oh my immediately. God. I love that. I save all receipts. Because you never know. I'll tell you, I went to the movies, and I showed them an old email that they wrote to me, sir, you could pick up your two tickets, because the last time I went with Joey to watch Batman, the projector failed, and I picked up my tickets right away, but they didn't know that. So the last three times me and Beth, my wife, have gone to this movie theater, we keep showing the same email. It's a different manager just about every single time, and each time they're like, "Uh, you know, your name's on the list. That's weird. It says in the email it is, oh, you know what? I'll just give it to you. No problem. So I've been using the, the same email. It's, a it's great not worth deal. the fight. As I walk out of the building today, on this Saturday morning, I'm going right to that toasty shop, and I'm saying, hey, you forgot my peppers. I'll take them to go. <laughs> All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Patrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about wardrobe malfunctions, deadlines, and references. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. 
Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Oh, yeah. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM. Channel 82 is a recap the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. As Mad Dog returned from his vacation, I'm sure Eddie was happy about For that. For eternity. For eternity. What's <laughs> beyond going forever? For we got yeah. eternity, infinity. Plus one. Plus one. And then there's Scotty Messina, his last ever. Babchick, yeah. morning after. Oh, yes. And we are going to miss him. Finally. At Sal's Pizza, because he's not going to work at Sal's Pizza anymore, so I'm going to lose out on my discounts, but we won't miss him here. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts, and I do mean anywhere. Yeah. Even when you're being dumped by a Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. Even as you're being dumped. Even when you're being dumped by a Kardashian. Anywhere. Pete Davidson right now was the man that was dumped by, and I'll tell you, that is the shocking news of the week. I was heartbroken, and I was just blown away. Overly surprised. I can't believe that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson didn't have true love and didn't live happily ever after. I am shocked. Yeah, that was a surprise. I didn't see that coming. Didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. I'm fascinated by the whole thing. You tried you tried to do this story a couple times during the week, and it, oh, didn't, yeah. really, it didn't really register. But I was really interested in this story <laughs> because Pete Davidson is such an interesting guy that I think his personal life now has actually clouded his professional life. In the sense that I don't even know if Pete Davidson is Pete Davidson because he's funny, because he was on SNL, because he did the King of Staten Island, you know, the youngest cast member on SNL. Or is it now just because he's had this slew of celebrity girlfriends over the last few years? Yeah. I don't want to be known as that guy. Don't you want to be? Uh, he could get, he could, I don't know. he could pull this kind of talent, but they don't have to be celebrities. You know what I'm saying? There is another Kim Kardashian out there. Who's just as hot, just as sexy? Go to Instagram. Diamond does. I mean, yeah, right. Diamond does. But, but but would that reach us? Would that be on the? I page don't want six? it to reach. See, I don't want to be on page six, and that seems like that's where he wants to live. I kind of want to be known for two things. You know, your career and everything, and then like Derek Jeter. You think he's bothered by the fact that he's got this long resume of celebrities, famous people? I think that adds to Derek Jeter's it, it legend. It does. He likes to have it, but he doesn't want to talk about it. That's kind of like Pete Davidson. Exactly. So Pete he, Davidson's got, got this, the long he's, resume. He's, I got the long resume, but I'm not going to talk about it. Right. And right now, it's like Pete Davidson, what's he known for? His long resume, his big, his big penis, you know, the big dick energy that big he dick energy. Right, that he apparently puts out there. And then maybe third is whatever, is, is King of Staten Island, the movie. And then maybe whatever he did on Saturday Night Live, which I never watched. Which, which, we, which we still don't know. <laughs> We're still not sure what he did. They finally found a home for him on Weekend Update, and they just kind of put him in the chair and let him smirk. Yeah, I've never actually seen any of his his skits, his bits. He was good on the roasts as well. I've never seen a roast. I've never seen his stand-up. I didn't want to like him. Then I watched this movie, and I'm like, this movie's amazing. And so if Kim Kardashian... If Kim Kardashian was available, I'm doing her. I'm doing nah. her, and and you know what? Uh, you don't say. You don't say. say. <laughs> I, I want to know what that ride. Yeah. I, I want to go yeah. on that ride, Eddie. I want to. I want to know what that. You feels can like. see it. I don't want to be on that ride. <laughs> you can see everything. No, I, I want to do it. No, see, I want to find a new ride. So you're the guy that wants to ride the cyclone. It's yep. been ridden a million times. Everyone knows about it. Blah 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 blah. You want to be see, the I first find- on the new ride. That's it. I yeah. want to be the first on a new ride. You know what's amazing? I think I want to be the last on an old. That's the problem. With you. <laughs> right before it problem. breaks down. Right before it's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> right before it's over. That's now, terrible. Do we I don't want to be on that ride. Now, do we think they actually did break up, though, because he brought her to Staten Island? Yes. 
Okay, 100%. let's explore that because that's a huge dump. It's a horrible place. There's a terrible bridge in the Verrazano Bridge. Oh, the, the is Staten that Island, what cost them? Yes, the Staten Island Expressway is is the whatever that book was about Dante's Inferno and Hell. It's the last the ring. Seven of hell. layers of hell. It's the yes, last it's, one. It's, 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 it's eighth, the last one. It's the eighth ring. It is so bad. I had to make that trip on consecutive days. I actually oh, wanted to my kill myself. God. At one point, <laughs> I, I came home. And I was listening to the most depressing music I could find, which was Alice in Chains. I was listening oh, to that because that. that's how I felt, down in a hole. Yeah, that's that's how hopeless. That was the hopelessness that <sighs> overcame me sitting in this traffic trying to get 40 miles. Oh, my gosh. 40 yeah. miles yeah. should never take three hours. Well, but it does Amen. when there's only one way in, and there's, I mean, this oh, place is just, it's worst. bad. It's bad. The worst. So, the, so they're in traffic. One well, day I'm waiting for sitting- Scott to come in and go, you know, they fly in private. <laughs> well, not anymore. Now, they're going to take a yacht wait a second. across the Hudson. Now, Pete Davidson's not flying private anymore. He might have to take the ferry. I mean, I know he's got money, but he doesn't have Kardashian money where no, everything. He's, he oh, he can't have no, that. No, kind of money. no, he's not a billionaire, Michael. Thank <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. All right, so they were waiting in traffic, and she looked at him. She's like, "Really? What am I doing? <laughs> she's, really? What am I doing? I'm at the Verrazano Bridge, this Staten Island. Awful. That kills lo- all love. And it doing- kills all hope. All hope. That's where hope goes to die. And then That's Kanye it. West is putting up a, a Photoshop of a tombstone that says amazing. Skeet Davidson dead at 28. Amazing. Here's my question: Does he do that Photoshop himself? Does he got an app, Hell or does no. he have a guy? And he's like, yo. No, he does it himself. I'm pr- I'm no pretty way. good on the Photoshop Eddie now. Does you it. know that, Mike. Mike, Eddie. I have become very, very good on Photoshop. I started out, my Photoshops were very rough. Yeah. But I've gotten better. And that's an easy Photoshop, what he did right there. Yeah. Not like what I'm doing, the advanced stuff where I like to put Mike in different scenes. <laughs> I, I feel bad that I could never, yeah. I can never, sh- I can never share my photoshops. No, because they're just so inappropriate. Yeah, but yeah. I have put Mike in ve- in various parts of time. I'll tell you what, if if, they, if something really bad happened a long time in in history, I was there. I was there. Okay. <laughs> I was there every time. Every time. This, this is my pat. This is my pastime. Whenever I'm yeah, sitting with project. idle time, yeah. yeah, I just I just find Photoshop. Seriously, with you, you think great. about the worst moments in 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 civilization. I was there. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Now Steve Tory was there this week on Mad Dog Daily weeknight, six p.m. Eastern time, and he. Oh really? Well, he's he got, always there. Oh, he's always there. Yeah. He's always there. I don't want to be was here. Was I Michael? Jeez, I'd much rather you know get high and watch the Yanks, but here I am. And Steve Tory is very bothered over people who react to the trade deadline too quickly, and Tory. Passionate, Steve Tory, angry, Tory. Don't call me dude. My name is Steve. My name isn't dude. It's Steve. <laughs> Pick it, Steve. Dude, go dude. Can we at least? Can we at least can wait we at least? a week before we truly evaluate some of these yeah, trade deadline moves? Because the Yankees were I mean, winless it, it, it after gets, trading. It's Gallon. so ridiculous how people overreact. Last Tuesday, we couldn't say enough great things about what the Padres did. And now they get rolled over in Los Angeles over the weekend, and now everyone's got a different view. Ah, oh, stupid move. Shouldn't have done it. Well, they they I mean, can't compete sure. with the Dodgers. I, well, maybe they can't. But, you know, you, you make trades with certain periods of time sometimes. I guess he's going to want to kill my promo. With, with, with when <laughs> you promo do promo killer strikes you know, again. <laughs> it, it's, it's sometimes the long term. It's sometimes, you know, a, a trade yeah. made yeah. for October. Yeah. You have to take it easy. Yeah. Can, we, can, can we give them maybe two or three starts before we say it's a horrible trade? Ah. It's so ridiculous. Well, I mean, it happens. There's Steve and Tor- sometimes oh, wow. you don't oh, get whoa, the answers whoa, as to whether a trade sorry, worked whoa. out sorry or didn't for you know for months or maybe sometimes years. years. Decades it drives you crazy. Yeah. Have some freaking generations. Patience. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please don't evaluate a trade after one day. But but isn't that all we do for a living? You have these shows. You have a trade mm-hmm. deadline day. So Tory leads trade deadline day. And the next day, Mad Dog Daily. 
All right, um, listen, everybody, set your uh, watches and uh, put a little uh, reminder in your outlook. I don't know how to do that. Two Maybe years. Mike can help me. Um, hit me back up in two years, and we will evaluate the Juan Soto trades to the Padres. I will not be commenting on that, but but yet, let's talk now about the trades that happened two years earlier. Yeah, we'll I am ready through. to discuss those. We'll, so be through our th- we'll be through our third incarnation of one to three by then. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit back up. Uh, I know it's 2022, which means today, Triple A Mad Dog 6, 8, 8, 6, 2, 3, 3, 6, 4, I am taking calls in the 2020 trade deadline, as we will uh, properly evaluate everything that went on. And in 2025, I will finally discuss my thoughts on Juan Soto to the Padres. So give me three years. Um, Steve, what are your thoughts of the Marlins acquiring Starling Marte from the Pirates Exactly, August 31st of 2020? Thanks for bringing that up. I'm finally ready to talk about that. I've (laughs) waited two years. I've had a lot of thoughts on Starling Marte. I've waited two years to discuss it. And uh, thank you for calling in with that question. Um, uh, Nothing on Juan Soto today. Uh, We can't do that. And Andrew Benatendi, I'll be taking calls on that in 2026. Steve, Steve, what about the Blue Jays getting Robbie Ray from the Diamondbacks? Absolutely ready for that one. Uh, We could discuss that all day long. How to turn out. I'm ready to talk. Luis Castillo, Mariners. I will talk about that in 2028. Um, so please call back. Uh, I'm ready for you. I mean, geez, show some little patience, okay? Uh, so now I have to stall for time because I'm waiting two years to evaluate a trade. Oh, geez, I don't know what to talk about. Um, hmm, let's see. Uh, well, I've taken my kid to Alabama this weekend, and we'll see how it goes. So there's Steve Torrey. We're, we're just going to sit and wait. Now, Mando Chris Russo, maybe he's another guy that likes to evaluate uh, things that happened a long, long time ago. And this week he evaluated something that, uh, yes, if you look back in history, I was there. In Eddie Erickson's phone, I was there. <laughs> it makes sense. I was this. there, Photoshop. Here's Dog talking about the past. You're on the grassy knoll. Here, here's Dog talking about stuff that's current. If anybody thinks that, I'm not saying he didn't pull a trigger, but if anybody thinks that Lee Harvey Oswald walked into that book depository spot, uh, store and on his own well, knocked off JFK, store. you're freaking nuts. And if JFK was knocked <laughs> Wait, off by Lee Harvey news? Oswald, somebody explain to me how Jack Ruby knocked off Lee Harvey Oswald because he wanted to take he wanted to make sure that Jackie didn't have to suffer more. You think Jack you think you think Jack Ruby cared about Jacqueline Kennedy? And I always wonder how the hell did he get down to the police station? Now he was a small town hood. Somebody had to get him down. I hope hey, Jack, come on in. You got a gun? Knock him off. Come on downstairs. And you know, and who likes to play with the cops in that era? The mob. If you think that Lee Ali Oswald did that on, no, he was involved. He was a he was oh, a stooge. Oh, oh. That was a that was a. I think that was a big time hit. That's what I think. Oh, so the mob took out JFK. Why he's talking about this this week? <laughs> I didn't know he. I, I didn't don't know, know that was. Uh, I didn't know that was a store. Was it like a campus store? It was a warehouse that he went up and down. Then he watched JFK. He was in the warehouse. <laughs> and how did Jack Ruby get there? Everybody knew that he was coming out. The press was all there, so he just walked in there. Now, how did he get there? All he wants to care about is directions. Let me. I want to know what he did. I mean, did he take the bus? Listen, there was an no Uber. Uber. There was no Uber. Uber. <laughs> did he take an Uber? I don't know if it's a good Uber. Maybe it's a good Uber. <laughs> uh, the, the bus, though. What line? What line was he on there? Maybe he transferred over. Huh? Think about it. Scott Messina, won't you be missing all these things? Scott Messina is last week on Morning Man with Devin Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Colon. And this week, when uh, Evan was off, we discussed a story that, oh, boy. Wait till Evan hears this one. Morning, men. Take it away. You know, Scott Messina actually put me down as a reference. When? Which is amazing for his new job. Oh. Because, you see, we are truly brothers. I am the big brother he never had or wanted. But I am that guy, and I've and I've been the one. He's leaned on me hard times, and I threw him a birthday party. And so he put me down for a character reference, and 
first of all, they couldn't reach me. I wasn't answering my phone. I'm on Do Not Disturb. So it was like three or four days they couldn't find me, and they wanted to finish and complete the file. So they right. actually have to reach out to Scott. Like, what's what's the deal with your your reference? Scott, you could have used me as you a reference. Answer. I would have talked glowingly. I know. I could I could have used everybody, but you know, this is the guy I no use me. communicate with the most. Who calls me his brother? I'm your big brother, man. I'm your big I brother. Am. I'm the only guy who would lie and say he's great. Everyone else would tell the truth. So and he knows and he knows that. So that's he comes true. to me. Yeah, yeah. So they could they could track thing. me down. He had to give me another number. Then I had to call. So then I call and like right away they ask like between um always. Rarely or sometimes is Scott a good employee? Questions like that. So I'm like, this is so funny. I, I got to merge in Scott. He's got to call me right now, and I'm going to merge him in so he can hear it. So I text him. I'm like, I'm being interviewed right now, and your reference, you got to hear my answers because I am going over the top with praise lighting, for lighting Scott. It I'm up. Like, Always! He's great team player. He's always in a good place. He's one of the most positive people in the world. He's never emotional or angry. And so I'm like, never. he's got to hear this, so I get credit for it. And so I text him. I'm like, call me right now. I'm going to merge you in. And I told him exactly what I'm doing. I said, I'm on the phone Wrong. with your reference. Call me no, right now. I'm going to merge you in. That's not true. That is I'm not I'm on the phone. <laughs> it is true, Scott. Shut no, up. You said, call me now. I'll merge you in right now. And I'll so, call I call, exactly. so I call. So this idiot. So, call so he you. calls me, and I'm still talking to the reference, and I and I merge him in. The person asks me a reference. question. What do I hear? I hear Scott go, "Hello, <laughs> yes, hello." I'm like, "Oh my God, what? Why no, are you talking?" I had to text him. But the big them. thing is that you did not tell me that you were on the phone with the so background stupid. check people. What? Oh, you did so not dumb. tell me that part. If you told me that part, you actually said, I'm blowing you. That was the quote <laughs> you said. <laughs> you didn't say who you were on the phone with. I'm like, what are you oh talking about? So God. I call That's you, wrong. and then I do what right people away. do. When they <laughs> yeah. answer the phone, they say hello. So I don't think I tell that's you, my fault. Scott has, Scott has no so, critical thinking. So hold up. Did the person uh, on the line be like, is that you, Mr. Messina? Like, why are you? No, no, no. no, no. He no, actually, it, it was actually the last question of the whole phone calls. You should have figured out exactly what I was doing. If I'm saying call me and you knew the reference number and you just gave it to me, I said call Am me I now. I'm supposed to read you. your mind and know you were He's on so the phone dumb. with them at that Scott moment? Scott is so dumb. He actually almost blew our cover. Moron. Hello? Hello, <laughs> Babs? Is that you? Hello? Babs? <laughs> That's oh. really incredible. Yo, merge confusion. Eddie, how many times have we done a great merge? Have you ever came in with hello? Hello? No, I come in with mute and I double check <laughs> it. I don't even breathe. <laughs> He's all these notes. You got to be so careful when listening in, man. And Scott Messina, I gave him the opportunity to hear some greatness. And of course, like Scott does, he blew it. Hello? Hello? Scott, it's amazing. You're the idiot. If you look up on the text, it's, I'm like, what's the number? He gives me the number, and then the next thing he's calling me, merge in. He's like, well, I That was understand. hours later. Hours <laughs> later. Get out of here. Your last show for a reason. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchuk's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about fill-ins, hookups, and going downtown. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchuk's Morning After. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to back. Welcome back uh, to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here what? on Mad Dog Sports Radio. What was that? <laughs> Sirius XM Channel 82. Not easy to say the name there as we recap the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer from Mad Dog Unleashed for eternity. And then there's Scott Messina on his last show here at Sirius XM. I mean, he checked out three months ago. Uh, of course, now. Right before the wedding. Legit. For now. That segment. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere 
Even when you're secretly applying for other jobs? <laughs> is I just that you or is that Scott? <laughs> both of us. I just thought about this, though. Yeah. Wow. The people who needed to know knew that it was a possibility that who I would get people? another job opportunity. Okay. He checked was this out- after they rejected your salary demands? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Man. Good for you. Oh, truth, baby. It's funny because it's true. Um, and, and Scott said it right there that you know he, he checked out after his wedding or before the wedding. And there was a great wedding story this week. A soccer player, big time transfer. He goes to a Swedish soccer club. Now the day that he had to finalize the deal where he has his transfer to his new club was the day of his wedding. So he decided to skip his own wedding and he sent his brother instead. And Eddie, what's the big question off of that? Does the brother get to consummate the marriage? There you go! It's the only brother, thing I cared about. That's it! If the brother fills in at the wedding, walks down the aisle, kisses the bride, and they actually did photos, I guess, ahead of time, so it, it could look like, if you look at the wedding album, that he was there, you know, minus all the crowd shots. But if the guy's doing all the work, he has to do the dancing, the smashing of the cake, the kissing, the, does he get to fill in? Does he get to go on the honeymoon and bang? His brother's bride. I have no update on that. I will get it to you as soon as possible. The other big one was the Italian decathlon runner who had his penis fall out of his shorts and he finished last because of it. He was running. His penis popped out. He finished dead last. He's an Italian. Is that a great day for Italians? That means like... Did you see the penis? It's yeah, quite a dog. Yeah, it it's is. it's big. And obviously it has to be big to flop out of your shorts. Is that well, a good day just, for the Italians? Maybe he just wears extra small shorts. <laughs> the fact that it worked its way out of there, though. I mean, everything's tight. How did it like have enough power and pressure to get out? But it got out, and I think it's a it great feels, day. It feels like you'd have to fluff up a little bit for that. Just a tad? Just a little bit. Italy finished last in that race, but no, they really finished first. Yeah, because the Italians... Who cares where they finished? Come I mean, on. if I got like uh, you know my my Israeli team and the Maccabees and a guy's Don Israel, pops out, Israelis are Maccab- different. <laughs> Jewish Americans, Jewish Americans. Um, if that pops out, I'd be like, look at us, hey, oh, look at us. Get it. But let me tell you something, mine's not popping out. My nickname in high school was Hung Straight, so I mean, it really wouldn't you know, go anywhere. <laughs> Time now to check in on what Mad Dog Chris Russo, or Mad Dog Unleashed, is going to be doing tonight. What are you doing this weekend, Mad Dog? Tonight at about 11 o'clock, when you think of me, before you hit your knees, I want you to think Why about me walking in Darrow School in New Lebanon, New York, on a January night with Fred Linefus on my eighth Who? joint of the day. That's what I want you to worry about. <laughs> wow. What? His education well spent. <laughs> <laughs> it's eighth joint of the day. So it's not going to be spending time on figuring out where KD goes. No, it's the eighth joint of the day. I had a gelato-infused something this past weekend. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, boy, that was something. That was scary. I must have – I don't know if I over – you know, you don't eat it like regular ice cream, so I took a small scoop, right? I was like, ah, that's <laughs> well, pretty yeah, good. Right. Yep. And I went back for another one. <laughs> and then, oh, of course, it's ice cream. And then, yeah, and then the next day, I couldn't even see straight still. That's the issue. If that you put was it in bad. something actually, like, delicious. Very you, vivid dreams, you, too. <laughs> Very vivid. Well, that, oh, my That's God. what happens when you get a little too high. The psychedelics wow. take over. And uh, that's what really hits you while you sleep. My aunt texted me this weekend. She's like, are you going to your father's house on Sunday for um, Aunt Helen's birthday? And I'm like, yeah, why all of a sudden do you care if I'm there? She's like... Can you bring more of those edibles you gave me last time? The one from the shed? <laughs> oh, family. Uh, okay, all right. Now I know why you want me there. And yes, of course, I'll be bringing it. But I won't travel with them. But there's somebody on this channel who wants me to travel really bad to see their place. JT the Brick. Brick at night. The great one. Backyard Brick. Take it away. The great one. 
So Broken Badgitator says, JT the Brick <laughs> dropping teammates clips of Shine and McAfee. What about Babcheck? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed in Babs because he hasn't been providing us enough content since he built the fence in his backyard, <laughs> since he had the drinking guzzling competition <laughs> where a lot of a lot of beer spilled in the pool against what else Willie. Do you need? So <laughs> I haven't been Alex. We have been getting the Bab content as we provide it for Babs and the BBW. We haven't been getting a lot back from him at night. You would agree? No, and you haven't gotten anything back in terms of the open invitation. There's really only one more month left of summer despite your kids going back yes. to school less than a month until labor day and uh Steve we haven't had training. bab check out in the backyard brick yet have we no we haven't had babs <laughs> no. out to vegas yet used to be back in the day all sports radio hosts would come to vegas a couple of times a year for a remote there used to be something back in the olden days in the old 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 days they were called radio remotes we could oh. go on remotes oh, for really? march madness or you that's go when they were fights and everybody <laughs> came to vegas and then something came along called the pandemic a 100 year pandemic now where people do their shows from home in their underwear and sit there and uh, dive in the pool in between segments that's and do all that so i would hope that we'd get babs out here yo those were the old days eddie erickson when we used to travel and we used to have the budget and we see jt the brick but i would love to go see jt we could tour las vegas Vegas, go to the new Bunny Ranch. And speaking of tours, this week on Morning Man, we did a little This Date in History. And every year on August 8th, the Dave Matthews Band trends. For reasons, I think they and 120 passengers on a Chicago tour boat would probably prefer to forget. Yeah, we talked about the Dave Matthews Band Chicago River Incident. I never heard about this until this week, but a Dave Matthews Band tour bus, while crossing a bridge in Chicago, dumped 800 pounds of human waste from the bus's septic tank, which fell on a passenger's sightseeing boat in the Chicago River, and roughly two-thirds of the 120 passengers on board were soaked with human feces. He, You know what he did? He took his pants off, and he urinated on you. He urinated on them. You will not urinate on me at 12.25 at night. <laughs> <laughs> that's right eddie that's a true story but after bringing up dave matthews band naturally i had to bring this up as well on morning men with evan cohen mike babchick and willie cologne i thought that that set the mood if i brought a girl back from the bar i put in dave matthews i thought that was the perfect mood setter for us to get going put on dave matthews i'd heat up some hot pockets if you were a girl i really like it would be a croissant pocket Oh, man. And then we would sit there on the couch, and then we'd go to my bed. I had a mattress that was just on the floor like a serial killer, like no box spring. <laughs> we just like lying there on the ground. And then you make like, your really? bed, at least? No, no. You don't make oh. your mattress when it's on the floor. <laughs> uh, you'd be lucky you get a sheet on it. And then, you know, we start hooking up, and we just, you know, go to town. Like, Straight mattress to floor is like low. It's like a low point <laughs> in your life. It's real low, real yeah. low. I remember one time in Albany, Dave Matthews Band's playing to bring the girl back. I was like doing my business, uh, you know, down there, um, downtown to Tuna Town, we shall say, and I'm going, I'm going at it. Tuna Town. I'm doing a great job, yeah. And I hear, I hear the girl that I brought back going, ah, 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 oh yeah. Uh. And I was like, what the? I must be doing a good job. And I looked up, and she was eating the hot pocket <laughs> that I uh, heated up earlier. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's those those the noises I thought were were sexy time noises. Made a good hot pocket. Yeah, so good. Things are hard to pull off. Oh my god! Yeah, (laughs) because I would put it on a plate right by the mattress, so it's easily you can get it because you're on the floor. Munch it on a hot pocket. (laughs) Both. Yeah, hot pockets are tricky. Yeah, Willie's right. You have to cut them in half immediately. Yep. And just let them sit. That would make sense. That midway during, uh, you know, an act. 
and she would just reach over and grab a bite. It had finally cooled. It had finally cooled. Yeah, and, and again, it was easy place because my mattress is on the floor. What kind of Hot Pocket well, was it? Well, her I remember, a croissant pocket. My favorite was the Hot Pocket pepperoni. I mean, that's the standard. Okay. But the croissant pocket had a great chicken and broccoli. Great. And so for her, she got the special treatment. She got the star treatment. And she got the croissant pocket. Well, did you have a song that you would play for hooking up? I didn't have any. I don't have any go-to <laughs> songs for hooking up. I used to like to watch porn while I was hooking up. That's <laughs> yeah. what I used to do. Yeah. I, Not I every girl's right... into that, though. I, I only watched porn with one girl. I finished before he even started. Yeah, that's, Before he that's... started with the main event. I was already done. and That's then, a cautionary tale. And, she, and she's like, really? And I'm like, like well, yeah, really. what, I was like, do we turn it off now? What do you want to do? Yeah, because do you really want to look at that when you're not in that <laughs> mindset? <laughs> that was it. I think I turned that off. Gilligan's Island was playing. I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> Late night. Late night. All right, now, since, since Scott Messina's last show, Mad Dog Chris Russo oh. actually went on the air and gave him some career advice for his next gig. Just because they don't have bagels in Oklahoma City is not the reason why you shouldn't take the job, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend a parallel move. Or, la- or lateral. <laughs> what? Hey, wait, why don't they have bagels in Oklahoma City? Maybe they don't have good bagels, but every place has bagels. Why don't they have... I need to go to Oklahoma City and order a bagels. But, Scott, take the job anyway, even though they don't have bagels in Oklahoma City. All right, Steve Torrey, are you pleased with our performance today? I'm not even sure I know. Mm. Interesting. I'm going to miss woo-hoo. this joke. Very interesting. Yeah. So that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, yeah, woo-hoo. Yeah. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, another episode of Baptist Morning After in the Books Ready Erickson. And yes, Scott Mosina, what a job he did at Sal's Pizza. Yep. Not really here. Thanks Amen. to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listed on the bowl. Nice fouls their leader. He tells me that HV Jerry C with his first flush. Until next time, it is time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time. Babchick's Morning After is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, which of course you do, please give a five-star rating, leave a review, five stars. Let's go. Subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcasts. If you can't get enough of me, tune in to Morning Men. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM's Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or listen anytime on the SXM app.